Hey guys, real quick, before we get started, I have a small request. If you've been blessed by our content and you like this show, would you take just a brief moment and leave us a five-star review? This is quite possibly the most effective thing that you can do to ensure that this content gets out to as many people as possible. Thanks. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. So in what sense are we not called to love the world? Again, not the physical cosmos. Again, not humanity as a whole in general. But rather, we are not called to love the world insofar as that word world represents the evil demonic system underneath Satan's rule. In that sense, we are not called to love the world. And John goes further. We looked at this last week and fleshes that out and says that worldliness, the world in this sense, an evil demonic system underneath Satan's dominion and rule, the world in this sense is represented or characterized by three specific things. A lust of the flesh, a lust of the eyes, and the boastful pride of life. And these are the three original temptations that we find in Genesis chapter 1, 2, and 3 with Eve and the serpent. Uh, She saw that the fruit, uh, that it was pleasing to the eyes. It, It was aesthetically pleasing, right? The lust of the eyes. She also saw that it was good for food. That, that she thought, at least, it appeared to be nourishing to the flesh, the lust of the flesh. And she saw that it was beneficial for making one wise, the boastful pride of life. These are the same three temptations that later Christ himself resists perfectly when he is fasting for 40 days in the wilderness. After his baptism, then being led by the Spirit out to the wilderness, he is tempted during this time by Satan. The same Satan who possessed the serpent to tempt the woman in the garden where she failed and ultimately her husband Adam who was with her failed in his duty. The first Adam fails, but the second Adam succeeds. And he doesn't just succeed in the same test. The tests are the same, but the context is dynamically different. That's something that we should understand. Think of the context. The context in which Eve is tempted with the presence of her husband, Adam, is a perfect context. It is a garden. Christ was tempted in a wilderness. Adam and Eve were tempted in the presence of abundance and plenty. Their stomachs were full. Christ is tempted after 40 days of his stomach being empty. Adam and Eve are tempted in a world that has not yet been riddled by sin. It has not yet fallen under the curse of sin. Christ is tempted in a world that now for millennia has been ravaged by the effects of sin. And Christ is the better Adam not just because he succeeds where Adam fails. He succeeds in a much more difficult temptation than Adam. Another thing that we could draw out as a distinction is this. Adam began his life in adulthood, in maturity. Adam is not created. He's not born. He's not created as an infant. Adam never has to resist the serpent in his toddler years. Jesus does. 
Jesus resists sin in a, in a remarkable way in the wilderness, but the reality is that Jesus perfectly resisted sin all his life from, from birth. That Jesus perfectly resisted sin as a two-year-old. Adam couldn't resist sin as a fully formed man. Jesus resisted sin in a world that was against him, opposed to him. He came to his own, yet they received him not. Adam couldn't resist sin in a world that was fashioned specifically for him, meeting and supplying all of his needs. And so worldliness, again, or the world, in the sense that we are not called to love the world, but rather reject affection for the world, it is not the physical cosmos world, it is not universal humanity world, but it is the evil demonic system under Satan's rule world, which is primarily characterized by three things, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the boastful pride of life. All right, all right, all right. Stop twisting my arm. I know you want to hear the inside scoop. Here it is, the glorious vision of Right Response Ministries for the first half of next year, 2023. We have not one, not two, but three massive endeavors that we will accomplish by the grace of of God. The first you already know about. It's our Theonomy and Postmillennialism Conference. This is selling out incredibly fast. By the time this commercial airs, you may not even be able to get a ticket. I, I, I really don't know. So don't waste another moment. Go to rightresponseconference.com, rightresponseconference.com to join us for the Theonomy and Postmillennialism Conference next year. Now, this is where you come in. We need your help. Our next two endeavors are number one, a documentary style film, and number two, a brand new studio. Both of these things are seeking to accomplish one primary goal, which is excellent, high quality, glorious Christian media. We are tired of, of as Christians, doing things poorly. We've done our best with what we have, but by God's grace, we want to do even better. This is not going to be just another video. This is not going to be a sermon or an interview or a podcast, but we're going to make a documentary style film. And we're going to be hiring Nathan Anderson, the director of On Earth As It Is In Heaven, a very, very successful post-millennialism documentary that's on Amazon and YouTube, came out a couple years ago. He's going to be flying in from Chile to help us direct this film. And our documentary is going to be on postmillennialism and theonomy, why it's biblically valid, why it's absolutely necessary, and why, by the grace of God, theonomy and postmillennialism are currently on the rise. So we're going to make this film, and we need your support. And not just this film, but we're going to make all of our videos and podcasting and everything we do here at Right Response Ministries better. We want to achieve the highest level of quality and Christian excellence that we possibly can. That's where the new studio comes in. This new film, our, our date that we're shooting for is that it would be complete and publicly available in May or June of 2023, next year. The studio, our goal is that it would be completely done in its construction and the equipment and the setup and the stage and everything by January, February of 2023 next year. We need your prayers. We need your encouragement. And for those of you who are willing to do so, we need your generous support. You can give towards these endeavors by going to 
dot com forward slash donate. Again, that's rightresponseministries.com forward slash donate. Thank you so much for all your help. God bless. Thanks so much for listening. But real quick, before you go, do us a small favor, take a moment and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. This is undoubtedly the best way that you can help us get this biblically faithful content to as many people as possible. Thanks so much.